teens, ghouls. Okay, so to bring it to a weird tangent in a tangent within a tangent. Skewed into this tangent. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Fans of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. I'm Lauren. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome. So we are heading towards the season finale, and we figured we'd go hard. We're going ham on this one because we're all from Framingham. So, you know, we like to go ham. Real stupid, but anyway. (laughs) How y'all doing? Good. Doing good. Had to go to work. Unfortunately, yesterday, I have to work next Saturday, which is going to suck. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we had planned to do a Salem tie-in, but everything works out. I ended up going to a farm, actually, Woach Kicks Farm, if that's how you said it. It's in Blackstone, Massachusetts, a lot closer to my house, a lot cheaper than what we would have ended up spending if we went to Salem. And afterwards, we got home and we saw like a news report of how there was no parking in Salem. And it was just anarchy and witches were angry everywhere. It it was pretty funny because on the news, they were basically saying, don't come here. Yeah, that's what Nick said to me too. They said, don't come on a whim. But like, honestly, I've never not gone to Salem on a whim. And I've always gone in October. And yeah, it's busy. Yeah, traffic is crap. But I've always had an adventure. Last time I was there, we went to the Satanic Temple. It was me and my friend B. We actually hung out with Baphomet. It was a. Uh, it was it's pretty fun. interesting. <laughs> yeah, I can't get Nick to go there with me because he hates driving in and out of there so badly. So he was like, "Oh, good. I'm glad you're you're yeah. going without me." And then weren't able to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kids were upset we weren't going. So we brought them to a corn maze, and then there was, you know, like a tractor pull, ice cream. They had caricatures done of them. It was pretty fun. Any apple cider donuts? I bought apple cider Yay! donuts, but not not from the farm. Oh. <laughs> I bought them from the country store. When I had to get batteries for a pumpkin. Like, one of our pumpkins went dim, and I'm like, oh, no, i got to get batteries. And then they had, you know, local donuts i was like sweet yeah those are the right, best. so to get get us in the mood <laughs> i'm gonna light my candle Ooh, spooky and i have prepared a dumb supper if you're not familiar with the dumb supper it's uh it's a feast for the dead usually done on all hallows eve it's basically all your relatives that can't hang out you have a big party and a big meal and you portion something out for them. So I've set that up. I'll send you guys a picture because I don't want to have to flip the laptop around to to show you. But I'm going to go put place my candle over there. <laughs> Give me a moment. Very spooky. <laughs> mm. Apparently that's a big Wiccan thing. Yeah. I did a lot of research for this. I'm excited. I even did some artwork. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so Doritos and Diet Coke. Doritos and Diet Coke. There's a little glass bowl there mm-hmm. where I like actually looked up some dumb supper herbs and spices. So there's some cinnamon, nice. some freshly crushed leaves that had freshly fallen. 
onto my porch, and I put that in with some grass and some ghost pepper. I, I couldn't resist putting in some ghost pepper just because of the ghost. ghost. You know? <laughs> and I love spice, so, you know, yeah. And obviously the Ouija board. That looks awesome. Parker Brothers Gateway to Hell. All right, so witches. Are you a good witch or are you a bad witch? <laughs> what are you drinking? You said you had some kind of concoction. So I have my little spooky witch glass and I've got soda water and vodka and unicorn syrup, which is kind of like berries and lavender. So I kind of went for a little bit of a spooky punch. Very witchy. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yummy. I had to uh, go back with some additional soda water because it was very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> a little too much so. Yeah, you can't just follow the recipe. Sometimes you gotta, you know, make it your own. What you got, Jeremy? Just got Bud Light. Ah, Bud Light Brothers! Hey, there we go. Uh, I figured, you know, if you're gonna go to hell, go to hell with Bud, Bud Light. Light. <laughs> cheers, you guys. I don't know where I'm where I'm going sure. with that. Cheers. All right. So the definition of a witch, a person, especially a woman, who is credited with having usually malignant supernatural powers. The modern visual image of the folklore witch, made popular by the film representation of the Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizard of Oz, is an old hag with a hooked nose and a mole wearing a pointed hat and flowing robes and flying on a broomstick. So this is a very, very long definition. And you know what? That's not what a real witch is. <laughs> a real witch isn't green. I mean, for all the witches that are still in the broom closet, we're here for you. And I would like to shine light on real witches. Although many of my picks for my list are, are not real witches. Same. But, but we're going to have fun. Top 10. All right, so my number 10. This is going to be a Michael eye roll. <laughs> God, here we go. <laughs> and you know what? I don't care what anyone says. If you actually look at the, the things that happened in this movie, this could be considered horror. I am going Wizard of Oz. I don't care. There's some creepy shit in this movie that some would, I could say, consider horror. I would say that most people that I've talked to are very freaked out of those flying monkeys. Well, I mean, you think about it. I mean, I, I get it. The whole movie is basically her knocked out unconscious and dreaming. But, I mean, she's being chased by a witch who wants to kill her. Yeah, those flying monkeys, which probably one of the best, like, costumes yeah. ever. Yeah, plus, like, all the creepy stuff about how it was made in general. Have you guys watched yeah. the Cursed Films? Yes. Good yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. but I kind of knew Not some of that stuff. a real small person hanging no. in the background. <laughs> no, no, but there's no, plenty no. of other horrors involved. I mean, um, uh, what is the name of... The paint. The, Margaret the, the, Hamilton that the had the paint. almost yeah. killed people. Yeah, she, well, yes, the paint for um, the Tin Man and also for Margaret Hamilton as the Wicked Witch. She had, like, second-degree burns on her face from, like, a bad um, special effects with the floor. So... Lots of badness. <laughs> yeah, and well, the, the the Tin Man that was cast was actually yeah. the second because it was supposed to be Buddy Ebsen or Jed Clampett, as uh, our parents mm -hmm. probably know. Yeah, he got deathly allergic to the to the to yeah the, the dust, the silver dust. It's wild. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, horrible, uh, slight sexual harassment going on for poor uh, Dorothy <laughs> and yeah. all that stuff Ooh. too. Oh, lots of darkness in that movie, but. Wasn't she on speed most of the time, too? Oh, really? yeah, yes. Uppers and downers, yeah. Judy Garland? She was only, what, yeah, Judy no. Garland. She was, like, 17! Oh! 
<laughs> yeah. Wild. But, but yeah, freaky. I mean, we watched it as kids, and yeah, like the monkeys like scared the crap out of us, but we were always taught that was a kid's movie. Yeah. But, like looking back, it was pretty, pretty dark. Like, it's a kid's movie. Like when they pull the scarecrow apart. Oh, that was awesome. It's like upsetting. <laughs> so upsetting. If yeah, I that only movie freaked had me a out. Brain. <laughs> Return to Oz, also freaky. Uh, even worse, I think. Arguably even worse. Is that the one with worse. the robot thingies <laughs> and Feruza Balk? The wheelie, the wheelers. The wheelers. The yeah, wheelers. the wheelers. The Fruz the was in that, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I bet you she makes an appearance in this list at some point. Hmm, maybe. Okay, so my number 10, <laughs> you too can feel the joy and happiness of hating. We're going to 1960 Mario Bava, The Mask of Satan, also known Ooh. as Black Sunday, featuring Barbara Steele in a dual role as Princess Asa Bajada, Fajada, Katia Vaza. Yeah, so Princess Asa and her lover, Javutich, are accused of being a vampire and witch and consorting with the devil. As punishment, they are branded and donned with the Mask of Satan. It's basically this cool-ass metal mask with spikes on the inside that get hammered onto their faces. And I mean hammered onto their faces. There's blood spurts, and I'm like, this was 1960? Like, that they went hard. That was nice. That was cool. That yeah. hooked yeah. immediately. Before they can be burned at the stake, a storm rains down, extinguishing the flames. 200 years later, after being attacked by a large bat on a string, an idiot doctor bleeds into her coffin, and the witch is back. You will never escape my vengeance, or of Satan's. My revenge will seek you out, and with the blood of your sons, and of their sons, and their sons, I will continue to live forever. They will restore me to life. You now rob from me. Great old school black and white movie. Love that movie. Really cool. So good. Yeah. On um, It was on Joe Bob, mm-hmm. I think was the first time I saw the whole thing. I'd seen parts of it before, but the holes in her face and her eyes are just like so mesmerizing in that oh, movie. Oh yeah. Uh, many of the posters from the movie are Barbara Steele with like the whole scars. And you're like, what the hell is that from? That's disgusting. But that mask, oh, holy crap. Yeah. So for my first pick, uh, we are going to travel to Salem, Massachusetts. Virgins, grab your black flame candles and say hello to the Sanderson sisters. Come, little children, I'll take you away. (laughs) So 1993's Hocus Pocus uh, from director Kenny Ortega. As far as I'm concerned, this movie is Halloween. You know, it didn't do very well on release because I feel like they released it in like the summertime, which is nuts. But, you know, Bette Midler, Kathy Najimy, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker are just like amazing in it. Uh, And Thora Birch was so young in this movie as Danny and she was fantastic. Uh, You literally can't watch this movie without a smile on your face. For me, it's a yearly watch. And, you know, oddly horny... (laughs) <laughs> for a kids movie as we were yeah he loves Little your yabos <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm, let me play with him like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah like oh my goodness back off and um you know it's it, it i'm sure there were a lot of kids that were like hey mom um what's a virgin <laughs> when they were like eight I years old i loved how the sequel handled that part <laughs> So the guy, the guy mm-hmm. is explaining, you know, the litten by a virgin. And someone goes, what's a virgin? In the audience. And he's like, uh, uh, it's someone that's never lit in a candle. 
And then it just goes <laughs> off from that. And they never mentioned it again. Yeah, so funny. But yeah, love that movie. It You know, obviously it's not necessarily scary. I would say Wizard of Oz has a little more fear factor to it. It's still super enjoyable and such a fun, like, gateway horror for kids. And I love it so much. So I couldn't not Definitely. mention it. We watch it every, every Halloween. And I just found out last night that Mick Garris actually wrote the story for that. And he yeah. originally wrote it scary as fuck. But obviously, mm-hmm. it's a Disney film. So he's like, okay, so what we had to do, we, we had to find the perfect balance of scary and not scary, you know, so that like it can yeah. be palatable. And I, I think they did an amazing job. Agreed. All right. Number nine. So this one's actually a new one. This came out, I want to say, six months ago or so. Bit of an indie film. I believe it's a Shutter exclusive, uh, Hellbender. Ah, yes. This this was fun. This was super fun. Uh, mother and daughter live life almost in seclusion in a mountainous area of the United States. The adolescent Izzy only has a friend, her mother, a woman full of secrets with whom she shares a primitive rock band called Hellbender. Which I'm not going to lie, some of their stuff was actually kind of fun. Of course, you know, she tells... Izzy, like, she can't be around people. She tells her that she's sick. She has this weird disease. Uh, They won't, you know, she gets pissed when she finds out that she has a friend, which she ultimately, like, freaks out. And, you know, there's there's, there's that whole thing with her. But, uh, yeah, she will discover soon what her family past is and kind of takes the balls and takes the ball and runs with it, for lack of better words. Yeah. Fun, fun movie. Uh, The mother and daughter are actually mother and daughter. Actually, I, th- I think uh, was it Amber, the the, the friend is mm-hmm. her sister. So it was a whole family thing. It was shot in their house. So the budget was. I read a couple things that said the budget was like a dollar twenty nine or whatever, but it, it was basically whatever equipment costs and like production costs were. Like, you know, it hasn't you know made a ton of money, but I mean, it's it's grossed about seventy thousand dollars for basically only being on Shutter. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, so it premiered <laughs> on Shutter on the last drive-in. They actually, mm-hmm. so the father is in the band too, and they actually performed that night. Yeah, they cool. do a lot of stuff together. <laughs> it just seems like a fun family. Yeah, and their last name is Adams, like the Adams family. Yes, <laughs> <Which is> awesome. <laughs> but was like some of the like the the effects were 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 pretty good for such a low budget. Film. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. That movie was trippy, the whole the the key yeah. hand thing and the, mm-hmm. and then just going yeah. completely hellbender and like, like yeah. oh let me see your hellbender and then like she does hers and oh the eyeball that's just like bloop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love that movie I was so surprised by it uh, but I guess I guess she got the idea from this movie Toby Poser who played the mother that she found out she was a donor conceived child Mm -hmm. and she imagined what if her biological father was actually satan so that's what gave her the idea of the movie i hear he comes in a lot of cups (laughs) (laughs) yeah that movie was awesome i loved like the like like reproducing quote-unquote asexually or apparently through satan and um that they're witches but they're not human is kind of fun yeah there's something else but they do cast spells and eat worms and maggots <laughs> and throw up on each other when they 
you know, when they roll around in the snow and they just like puke blood on each other. And, uh, <laughs> we're like, that, that's so that nice. Was, that was fun. A, that, was fun. that was a fun day. Yeah. <laughs> nice mother-daughter bonding. <laughs> okay. My therapist told me I'm not unusual at all. We're going to 2016, a movie directed and written by Anna Biller, The Love Witch. So it's a beautiful, dreamlike tale of Elaine, played by the beautiful Samantha Robinson, and her search for love. And much like Leisure Suit Larry, she searches for love (laughs) in all the wrong places. Unlike Larry Laffer, she uses potions, spells, and murder to get what she wants. It's a Technicolor hallucination that takes place in a small town where Elaine moves into a purple haunted house and drives around a cherry red Mustang. And I have to say, it's a very dreamy-ass movie, but it's fun, and she definitely is a witch. Yeah. She ends up selling her products at, like, a uh, metaphysical shop, we'll say. Um, Yeah. Many men fall under her spell. I did watch this movie uh, as part of my witch watch. Mm -hmm. She did... Did not make witch my watch. list, my witch, my witch watch, but um, yeah, I I really did enjoy that movie. I thought it was kind of weird, <laughs> but I totally understand what they were going it's for with it. Definitely weird. Definitely slower than a mm-hmm. lot of people would like. Yeah, visually it's gorgeous. Like the colors are beautiful, and it it's kind of an anachronism because they look like they're from the 60s like their hair their dress their makeup like all of that stuff but they have cell phones (laughs) so yeah it's interesting it's weird because it does look like old school but that's like part of the dream quality because Mm -hmm. in your dreams time doesn't make any sense you know right cool ass movie all right so my number nine pick and i am new to the tangents but i do believe that we have to drink uh-oh. Because I have picked 1939's Wizard of Oz. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I definitely saw that movie very young, and it scared the crap out of me. Like the monkeys, like we were talking earlier, terrifying. And again, we talked all about all the dark dark darkness that comes with the production of it i love judy garland and i literally will watch that movie anytime it comes on and i'm always super entertained by it it's just lots of magic the monkeys didn't freak me out you know what freaked me out about that movie the fucking trees Mm. how they were like plucking their own apples like they were picking pieces of themselves ripping them off and throwing them that i don't know (laughs) that disturbed me (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty creepy. There is actually a lot in that movie that is creepy, um, you know, and it's it's just so enjoyable. And I, I feel like, you know, it, I would say check it out, but I can't imagine anybody that hasn't seen it. And the, I mean, and the sets are sets are gorgeous. Yeah, completely. At the end of the movie, the guy's just like, you could just go home. <laughs> Why are you fucking around? Just, gone just go home. Time. Why are you get even the heck here? Out of here. The fuck? Take your dog. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, so my number eight. We are going to go back to 1960, but but a different 1960. Oh, an alternate timeline? An alternate tangent, if you will. Uh, I went with 1960's City of the Dead. Ooh, great Ooh. one. 
uh, Christopher Lee, actually, I believe. Yeah, the there's this sample from uh, Dragula in yeah. that. Yeah, at the beginning of the song, right? Yeah. Superstition, fear, and jealousy. Yeah, so in 1692, accused witch Elizabeth Selwyn, played by Patricia Jessel, is burned at the stake in Whitewood, Massachusetts. She appeals to compatriot Jethro Keane, played by Valentine Dial, for help, and Lucifer intercedes, causing a rainstorm. Now, this scene... I, I'm guessing this is kind of where they, where Monty Python got their their whole like witch scene from, where they're just like, "Oh, she's a witch." <laughs> it was like the same like exact thing. They're just like yelling, all yelling at each other. "Oh, she's a witch! Burn her! Burn her! Burn her!" I'm like, "Ah, that's where they got that from." We didn't burn any witches. I'm I'm aware. Okay, just let letting everyone know that Massachusetts, uh, we're strictly <laughs> against burning of the witches. We yes. will hang a witch. Poorly. Crush a motherfucker to death. (laughs) We will let them to die in prison. But we will not burn them alive. They're not animals. They're witches. But uh, fast forward to present time, I guess. And a young (laughs) co-ed. Present time. Like more present. More present for the time. A young co-ed Nan Barlow uses her winter vacation to research a paper on witchcraft, much to her, uh, I guess it's her husband or boyfriend's, like, dismay or whatever. Her boyfriend, uh, yeah. Her, uh, her professor, who was uh, Christopher Lee, uh, recommends that she spend time in a small village named Whitewood. He originally came from the village. He also recommends that she stay at the Raven's Inn, run by Mrs. Newless. You should stay at the place where they sacrifice whores. <laughs> Uh, when she arrives at Whitewood, she notices macabre happenings. Soon, things begin to happen. This is the description. These aren't my words, actually. Uh, to begin, soon things begin to happen in earnest. <laughs> and she finds herself marked for sacrifice by the undead coven of witches. And then, of course, they seem to find out that the innkeeper is actually the undead spirit of Elizabeth Selwyn. And the guests at the inn are other witches who have come to celebrate the sacrifice on Candlemas Eve. Candlemas Eve? Yeah, so Candlemas Eve. Can we can we just talk about how in this movie there's like a raging party happening in like the lobby and she's in her hotel room and she is in like this I thought crazy for the time like sexy like lingerie Ooh. outfit. Like yeah. you know like at the garters like the little panties and like the corset boob popping thing. And then she puts like five layers of old lady clothes over it and goes out to party. And she's like, where'd everyone go? <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. They're like, oh, and then like, you know, when someone's marked for sacrifice, they take something that's like close to them. And you know, like she's telling the story. And then, she, oh, and then where did my man's like, special yeah, my jewelry go? go? Yeah. Oh, well, OK. I'll, you know, no big deal. But yeah, as uh, you know, she walks away, there's the. He will be pleased. Fun movie. Um, unfortunately, the free version of this was the um, the uh, Rift Tracks version. Oh. Uh, so, you could have watched it on Shudder. It was part of Elvira's 40th special, special uh, was it, anniversary. It, it was pretty funny. She does a little couple well, snippets in there. I mean, to be, I mean, I was watching, you know, past like the Rift Tracks or whatever, but I'm sorry. Like some of that shit was really fucking funny. No, of course. Yeah. <laughs> But fun movie. Yep. Okay, so... <clears throat> I always like a little pussy after lunch. 
my. George Miller directed this 1987 classic. George Miller, yeah, the Mad Max guy. Based off a novel by John Updike, we're talking The Witches of Eastwick. Featuring a horny little devil, Jack Nicholson, Michelle Pfeiffer, Susan Sarandon, and Cher. If you have not seen this movie, I suggest watching this movie. It is hilarious. It's definitely fucking witchy. Uh, Some parts are freaky as fuck. The ending CGI is a little (laughs) wonky, but that's okay. Because once you've gotten that far in the movie, you can can accept it. So uh, it's about a guy named... Uh, shit. I thought I wrote it down. Something with the D? Uh, oh, I can't Anyway, it's a story of three best friends <laughs> who decide to create the perfect man. They end up manifesting something else. Spoiler, it's the devil. How do I know he's the devil? He's a Lakers fan. <laughs> Goes to every game. Not anymore. He uh, get kicked out because of the burrito incident. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Or was it chili? He brought like a Tupperware of chili or something. Uh, and it like spilled Dar- it all over the court. His name was Daryl Van Horn, by the way. It, the, the whole joke is no one can remember his name. Uh, sh- okay, sorry. It, Aww. It, yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. I'm glad you picked that, it. It almost made my list. So good. Almost. It uh, <laughs> almost didn't make my list, <laughs> but I rewatched the end and I, I, I couldn't not put it in because... It's women empowerment. It shows like a toxic relationship and the things that women have to overcome, how they're like shamed from everyone in the town, like mm. that fucking preachy ass bitch who ends up being wor- like worse than the devil from just being a bitch. And then her husband, like who's like the nicest guy in the world, he can't stand, who's also like recently in uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer series as the father mm. he's the nicest guy in the world and he can't put up with her bullshit so he smashes her fucking head in you, wasn't Is he, that else? he was also the father in uh step step brothers right i was just about to say that <laughs> yes oh my god why can i why can't think of his name he was in uh cabin in the woods yeah he, oh yeah it, was, that it too. was him and yeah him and bradley whitford Oh, he is, he is great, dude. That that Dahmer series is, holy shit, uncomfortable. Richard oh. Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen the Dahmer series yet. We saw the first couple episodes. It's something. Yeah, I, yeah, did, I can't that. believe there's ten episodes of it. Yeah. It's it's, it's interesting. I, I watched the first five so far. It's it's not something that you can really binge, at least, at least mm-hmm. for me anyway. It's know. like a real story. It's kind of... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's good. I, I I like it, but it's yeah, it's, it's a lot. For Witches of Eastwick, I always remember that near the end of the movie when they're like spitting the cherry seeds, and he's just throwing up on everybody. Oh yeah, that's what he's like. <laughs> I taught them this trick. Mama. <laughs> he's giving that like whole like crazy like person monologue. So the devil's yeah. giving a monologue in the middle of the church while he's like puking up cherry yeah. pits. Yeah. So funny. That movie's great. great. I love that movie. Such a good movie. A lot of dick jokes. Yes. All right. So my number eight, I actually was kind of surprised by how much I enjoyed this movie. Uh, Gretel and Hansel from 2020, which is directed by Oz Perkins, who is none other than the son of Anthony Perkins, which is pretty awesome. 
Um, small cast and the performance by Sophia Lillis, who is in It Chapter One. Fantastic actor. She did such a good job in this movie. And it was kind of fun, kind of a feminist take on the classic story tale, with really the big focus being on Gretel. And of course, Alice Krieg, the queen of Borgs herself, is in it, and she is creepy as hell. Uh, Lots of imagery that is just wild, creepy, and honestly, just a really fun, enjoyable movie. I enjoyed this one too. It was it was fun. It took a second watch for me because I I don't know the first time I'm like "Ah, I'm not really hundred percent sure about it, and then I watched it again and I actually put this on my 2020 news fear new Fury's Eve list. Hansel and Gretel is by far like many of these movies. You see like little little breadcrumbs, if you will, (laughs) uh, of of the story. Yeah, I I mean it's one of the most famous witch stories of all time. Yeah, Tales from the Dark Side. Have you guys seen that with Debbie Harry? Yes, yes. One of the greatest witches of all time. That's basically Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, I I was very surprised. I I kind of had when I first saw it came out. I was like. Eh, like, is this really something I want to watch? And then I was like, you know what? Hey, we're watching witch movies. I need to watch this one. And I was like, you no, know what? Good. This is actually pretty fun. It was good. It was, yeah, it was I've, good I've watched some trash. Can I just say there's there's some trash <laughs> movies out there. Uh, and you just type in witch into Tubi, and it's like a billion movies. Like, oh, mm. wow. I got a lot to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What are we on? Number seven? Yes, sir. Yes. Number seven. I am going with, I believe it was 1987. The Witches. Ooh. Angelica Houston, yes. This There was some scenes in this one that kind of freaked me out, too. Uh, but recently orphaned Luke Evesham spends a holiday in a hotel with his grandmother, Helga, who taught him a lot about witches. Uh, he befriends a fat glutton, Bruno, and they lurk around <laughs> the convention of women and discover that it's a cover for, wit- for a witches convention, essentially. The International Grand High Witch... Ava Ernst instructs these soft English witches on how to dispose of all the children. Now, wasn't their cover something like against abusive children? Yeah. Like some yes. crap like that, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, they're discovered and transformed into rodents, but they escape and determine to stop the evil plan at any cost. I'm sorry, but like, I did not want to be turned into a rodent as a child, so this movie kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. The painting, the opening scene with yes. the girl in the painting. Ooh. Holy crap. Crap. Yeah. She's banished into a painting where she grows older and older until she vanishes. I love how they show Angelica Houston walking up to a painting in the hotel and just kind of like scratching against it and walking away. And it's like, oh God, she has a child trapped in that painting. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, that movie freaked me out as a kid. Uh, just so many scenes of like her transformation into the like really super scary Uber witch was terrifying. Whenever she held like the fake like mask up of her own face to her face. It was just like, yeah. And as much as I also did not want to be turned into a mouse, they were really cute because Jim Henson, you know, he's good at making very creepy things like in Labyrinth and very cute things. (laughs) Uh, uh, So I don't know how true it was to Roald Dahl's story. Similar. Great fucking story. Yeah. Yeah. I love that book as a kid too. Freaked me out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number seven. This one is fairly new. 2021, Fear Street. Welcome to Shadyside. For 300 years, the town has been plagued by bizarre murders and cool-ass slasher villains. 
What has caused the evil that seems to breed there? Check out all three fucking entries to find out. <laughs> Featuring Kiana, Madeira, Maya Hawk, Sadie Sink, Jillian Jacobs, and many more characters. This was a fun trilogy, and can I just say that some of the deaths were brutal as fuck? Mm-hmm. One of them is, I, I believe, in the top five of my favorite kills for our kills episode. Yeah. The bread slicer, I'm assuming. Yes. I love yes. the bread slicer. Yeah, I, I, put, so I put that one in there. That was awesome. <laughs> that was such a fun series. The soundtrack in 94 and 1978 were just great. Yeah. Great, great music. Yeah, great, great soundtrack to throw you back to those two eras. Uh, the whole story about the witch on Fear Street, F-I-E-R, and just her revenge and cursing the town and how people overcome it and don't overcome it. And it's a cool coming-of-age story, I believe. Yeah, I love Maya Hawk too. She was excellent yes. in it. and uh... Even if she was only in it for five minutes. <laughs> Yes, but still, she's awesome. She put in a hard five minutes. <laughs> and, like, I love anything that I can watch with Nick that Nick also enjoys, because he does enjoy horror, but he does not enjoy horror to the level and extent that I do, so he loved uh, watching that, so I was happy nice. about that. Okay, so my number seven, and again, get your, your glasses ready, guys. So I'm also traveling back to the 60s with the most iconic witch movie ever created. Mario Bava's Black Sunday, 1961. Um, yeah, cheers, you guys. I forgot to get my drink ready. So I kind of already touched a little bit on just how iconic the imagery in this movie is and how I was just mesmerized by it watching it on the last drive-in. So just the gorgeous way it's shot. You know, Barbara Steele is sexy and scary, you know, um, and... Who really can forget that iconic, beautiful, beautiful face, those scary-looking eyeballs with all the holes in her face? It's, like, amazing, unsettling, and awesome. (laughs) Hell, yeah. The iconic shot that I always think of is when they're in the cemetery. uh, They're coming, like, out of the tomb, and she's just there with the hounds of hell. It's like, what are you doing here? It's like, woof. Yeah. Mm, So good. Such a great movie. Like, yeah, the shots were amazing. They must have used a lot of uh, dry ice. <laughs> yeah. Market cornered on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my number six to round out our bottom five. So this one I fought back and forth with whether or not I wanted to put it on my list because it's I, I put it on here mainly for like the, the impact and the I don't want to call it controversy, but it caused a lot of hullabaloo in the late 90s. I went hullabaloo. with hullabaloo. Yes. Cost a spare. I went with 1999's The Blair Witch Project. Mm. Not a huge fan of of found footage. Stephen King couldn't make it through the whole thing on his first sitting. He made his son turn it off because he said it was too disturbing. I so that's enough. I wouldn't call it disturbing. I mean, for the time. He was also yeah. in the hospital all hopped up on painkillers. The jerky camera movements, but. <laughs> Yeah, um, but the whole thing was, you know, you know, you have Heather, Michael, and Joshua, their student filmmakers, who are, they go to the forest of Burkittsville, Maryland, to, you know, this forest where children have disappeared in the 1940s, and, you know, no one wants to go into the woods, and it, it's basically a, 
they're searching for the Blair Witch, I guess. I mean, it, it, it wasn't a very scary movie. The end of the movie was kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember people like going to the like hearing stories of people going to the movie at night and like afraid to walk to their cars. Like I, I don't ever really remember around that time like people getting so hyped up about it. Like I don't know. and the budget was next to nothing. And what was it? Their handheld camera basically mm-hmm. yeah the directors didn't even really direct this movie they directed the actors to do stuff and mm-hmm. they kind of just let them off into the woods and they're like okay here's your waypoint your next waypoint i think what really made this movie scary was the website and the mm-hmm. word of mouth and how people thought this was real the right. website made it seem like this was like legit footage that was found and that there are yeah. missing people and that they were murdered so like that it, and like everyone in the movie, like the people they interview, yeah. they seem like regular jamokes, you know. Well, I yeah. mean, which was genius on their part, because I mean, like, what was the budget? Oh, hell yeah. Like thirty thousand dollars. I mean, they made millions. Yeah, I think they even like asked the actors to pretend they weren't around anymore for a little while to kind of like hype up that whole. Yeah, it was like this might be a real months. thing. Was like their one first appearance after. was on the MTV Movie Awards. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was like a, a pretty huge. It was like, oh my god, they're really alive! Yeah, for me, it's like one of those movies where you can, the first time you watch it, you're just like, whoa. But it doesn't have a ton of rewatch value. However, you cannot discount the impact that it had. And, to your and, point, and that's Jeremy. mainly mainly why it made my list because of the impact that it did it did have mm-hmm. for that short period of time. Yeah, like found footage was. I'm not a horror movie scholar, so I can't totally speak to it. But I feel like this was like a huge. This movie definitely raised the bar. Yeah, changed landscape. Like you know, we wouldn't have had Paranormal Activity. Right. And like one a million through, other things. I was about to say, one, <laughs> paranormal activity one through one through a nine. whatever. <laughs> Damn, Even like Cloverfield too, you yeah. know that yeah. wouldn't have. Oh, know. that was I like that movie a lot. I, I still too. I still like was it um the haunted house one. The Hell House. Hell House. Hell House. Uh, yeah, yeah. The first one was really good. All right, love and manipulation. They share houses very often. They are frequent bedfellows. So. It pained, no, it doesn't pain me. It's going to pain some listeners to hear this. So I'm going with Suspiria, but not Dario Argento's version. I mean, it's Dario Argento and Daria Nicolodi's story. But this is the 2018 version. And I only choose this movie. I'm not saying it's better or anything, but it does focus on witches more than the original. The original, you kind of get through the whole thing. And it's, I mean, crazy awesome movie. But you don't really get the witches till the end. This is very much witchy. So music by Tom York, by the way, of uh, Radiohead fame. Mm-hmm. So Susie Banyan travels to Berlin to attend the Madame Blanc's Marcos Tans Company, a world-renowned dance school. She is only admitted into the school once another student is murdered. Chloe Grace Moretz, by the way. She proves herself worthy of a spot and soon finds out that the Dance Academy is a front for a coven of witches. A lot of people in this movie. We got Tilda Swinton playing a dual triple role. Is she three roles? She's at least two people in this movie. And then we have a horror babe trifecta. Dakota Johnson, Chloe Grace Moretz, and Mia Goth. (laughs) Yeah. Great fucking movie, and a lot of uh, the special effects were actually practical 
for instance, the crazy dance murder, Elena Fokina, she's a contortionist. So she performed about 85% of the broken body dance. It's kind of a long movie, but it just, the movie just, it gives no fucks. And by the end, you're just like, what? I only saw the first, like, hour of that movie my bad i need to go back and finish it but i did see the like death dance oh my god that was a lot horrific yeah and that's just the beginning they definitely do a lot more dancing in this in this movie as opposed to the first one i mean it's a dance school you'd expect some dancing so there's some great dancing uh great deaths some really fucking brutal gore uh i enjoyed it i'll have to finish it luca (laughs) guadagnino the director. Ah. You guys ready for mine? <laughs> Are we on six? Okay, six. Six. Okay. I've always been a little bit of a weirdo. I know you don't you don't say. Um <laughs> so I <laughs> so I kind of was interested in mortician science and autopsy stuff when I was younger, and then I realized just how much science and math was involved, and I was like, hmm. Nope, I'm going to become an artist, and obviously that got me so far, but that's okay. Uh, So (laughs) you can get your fix, if you are interested in that as well, with 2016's The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Great great movie. Yes. From director Andre Orvidal. So love this movie. It, It doesn't shy from the realities of like what a real autopsy is, which is kind of hard to watch sometimes if you're yeah. not interested in that sort of thing like they really do go hard with it and you know it also has the scariest lady that literally just lays there the entire movie uh it, it feels kind of like japanese horror you know in, in in the setup and like how it plays out and uh o- olin kelly is is the the autopsy of Jane Doe. She's Jane Doe. And there's just a lot of spookiness involved. It, it almost is like a true crime feel to it because they're trying to figure out what's going on. But at the same time, it's also a ghost story. Um, and of course, the great Brian Cox of Super Trooper and Trick or Treat frame, <laughs> a fame is in it. I love him. Uh, it, it's just, it's so good. And I've watched it a couple of times and it, it definitely has some really freaky moments. It has some kind of shocking moments. Um, and just like the special effects that go into the whole like autopsy piece of it are fantastic. It's kind of a bit of a spoiler, including it on this list. Cause I don't think they're, you know, hitting it over the head early on in the movie, what actually is going on, but, uh, definitely check it out. <laughs> All right. And, uh, Emile Hirsch as, as the son great mm-hmm. father and son yeah. story as they're trying to figure out exactly what's going on and the deeper they get it's like almost they're further away from the answer you know mm-hmm. what I mean? yeah mm-hmm. and the, the actress that that played jane doe i guess she was picked because she also had she was like a master of yoga or like whatever it was so she could stay absolutely still like laying wow. on the table she actually I want to say like she would prepare by just laying on a gurney for like hours. Yeah, there there's like one scene where all they're doing is lifting her up and putting the like support under her neck so that they can yeah. continue the autopsy and like just like it, it the way her body is just like so limp it it's freaky. Yeah, <laughs> so freaky. And like the song playing through the radio and everything. Oh, Ooh. the sunshine song. Yeah. Yep. 
That was, uh, <laughs> did I write that down? No, I didn't write that down. I meant to write that down. It was like some church oh. choir, that, like children's <laughs> choir that like sang yeah, the song. Making notes on a, on a movie. Hmm. hmm. We, we <laughs> may have a double in the second half of this. Uh, Spoiler yes. alert. So, yeah, so that was a fun first half. We Our second half is going to get even crazier because I am going to summon the devil. Oh. Oh, God. He's a he's a good friend of mine. Don't worry. He uh, he hangs out from time to time. His name's Norm. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Follow us at Fans of the Dead One on Twitter, Fans of the Dead Podcast at gmail.com If you want to drop us a line, maybe an idea for a movie or a tangent for next season because this is the season finale coming up. <laughs> Uh, very exciting stuff happening. Yeah. yeah. Check us out on Instagram, Fans of the Dead Podcast. Facebook, Fans of the Dead. Our website, fansofthedead.com. If you want to check out all of our episodes, our YouTube videos are all available on there. You can get a t-shirt that are available for purchase. Get a hoodie. Get a hoodie. Get a ask, hat. Ask get for a hat. hat. Ask for a hat. Jeremy's got a hat. I got a hat. Dan, and I didn't. Dan's supposed to have a hat. Has Dan got his hat yet? Uh, I'm I'm asking me. It's no. He hasn't. uh, You're gonna get your hat, Dan. Don't worry. (laughs) And I didn't wear green this time, so I don't look like a Christmas tree or whatever you complain about. I know we're all wearing black, actually. Very spooky. (laughs) I think that wraps it up. So as always, have fun. Be safe. Peace. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.